Hello, welcome back to another podcast, Cinderella is Dead, part 10, episode, no, Cinderella part 10, episode 18. Well, in chapter 10, and now I shall continue. The man moves his lips down inside my forearm. I snatch my arm away to Luke's side. Excuse you, I say sharply. And I'm spoken for saying, no, it's good enough. But he might expect another man's claim on me. Young man looks at me, then at Luke. Appear around him and catch the the back of Ellen's head as she disappears in the crowd. Luke angrily, the man says. Edward. Luke says the man's name as he leaps on the foul taste at his mouth. I hear you had a one in my brother, Edward says. From behind him, the depth of a bruised gap tooth Morris. Okay, time for the next page. Oh no, Luke says, Morris frowns. I bet you think his name is Oh no. I say to Luke, it's the best thing you say whenever you see him. Luke bites back a smile. What do you say, Morris asks. He seems to be on our start. I can form actual words. Oh, don't worry, I say. The name suits you, but you just have to embrace it. Morris is furious, but Edward seems to move. Settle down, Morris. He looks to Luke. I must admit that you're brave here. After all, your prospect are of the boys. I'm not, so, I'm not so surprised that you can see you here, Luke says. And I'm speaking of you more than a girl? That seems right. Luke squares his shoulders and leans towards Edward. Seems like you've gone into your own, Luke. Where's that scared, pathetic little outcast I used to know? Edward lurched at Luke forces him back a step. Ah, and that is where he is. Edward laughs and reaches out and slipping his hand on my chin. I move back him away, but Luke beats me out to it. He catches Edward to the wrist, wincing his arm down. I grab a small cup of the table on my left, dip it into the front ball, and touch it to the drink at Edward. The red liquid down, out down of his ivory jacket. Edward's face twists in a mask of rage. He looks at his wounds open. Luke puts his hand, arm, under mine, and we wash off, leaving Edward in sputtering and hissing fits. I frankly search for Aaron as we look through the heart of the crowd and end up to the other side of the, of the power room entrance. I glance a glimpse of her. A band strikes up towards, and a young woman packs up a different different man. Everyone moves in this Lucian cycle of time with the music. I lose sight of her again. My heartbeat pounds in my ears. I lean down to my eyes and knees. How did one family find out that there are two complete fools in the same generation? They get it from their father, says Luke. They gave up the mother's forfeit when you look into school. 
and would take a new life. He was very cruel to her. But Morris and Edward did not want nothing more than them to exactly like him. Their family has gained favour in palace. They support everything the king does without question. Why, I asked. Morris and Edward finally died outside traditions in the city beyond the forbidden lands in the west. They support the king, sharing their profits. I return to the king whenever they want to do what they want. Sometimes they invite envoys to bring their gods to train at Robin way back to Mersley. But how do you know all of this? I asked. It seems like one thing you kept a secret from other people. It's Morris. He loves to talk about his special breed of civilizations. And he thinks he'll never do that and face any consequences. Yeah, he's probably right. Luke puts out his hand and I take it. And he pulls me into swelling glasses, masked couples. I explain the tune of the walls and I glance toward the king's shrine. It's still empty. We need to get far away from here as possible, I say. Exactly. Luke lifts his arm and I duck under it. Stepping back from his hand again. But how do we get to the walls past the watchtowers? Even if you're married, the king would never allow us to walk away. But I think we could sneak out. And we could find a way of showing I remember how the guards caused the execution there. While Rana would try to run across the border. I never heard of anyone leaving out any king, out the king's consent. Neither have I, but I don't want to stop it like having happened. And we've all rarely heard of the people like us, and here we are. Just because they deny us doesn't mean we see pictures. It's entirely possible that any time someone attempts to escape, or the palace has washed it up, but someone could actually escape. Has anyone actually done it? That'll be a secret rescue then. I came, I think of the story with a blackened glass at a fountain. And maybe that's what Luke is trying to say. The boarded garden all around Lily. Luke loads his glasses in the air. Let's say the western edge. Now I say, the western edge city but at the white wood. I can't go through here. It's too dangerous. No one's stupid enough to try and escape that way. We shouldn't have to go through here, Luke said, but we can. We have to decide if we're willing to take that risk. Now, Tarn is here, it's falling in line, at the mercy of King and his rules. It's not the way to live. I'm willing to risk everything and leave in any path necessary. Then, in a minute, I say, my head is spinning. We need to do this. We need to try and make our escape. Luke gestures at the pound of room door, and I nod. When we come back, I let the words start knowing that I'm trying to come to claim you. He shakes his head. I'm so sorry about that. I have to say it that way. I'm sorry that you actually can't deal with Aaron. I smile at him, and he kisses me gently on his cheek before I duck off. Aaron's room is bigger than the house in the town. In the center, click a circle of sofa, and a fabric decorated with king roses. It smells like both of lavender and fresh flowers. And all the girls are lounging about talking amongst themselves.
no one ever looked at me, one girl would say, isn't my dress, isn't my hair, I did everything my father told me to do. You look very gorgeous, says her friend, glancing at her slowly, shyly. They grasp her hand, uh, arm in arm, and look in the mirror, I stare at my own reflection. I'll go allow Luke to choose me, and together I'll find a way out of my kingdom. I'll convince Anne to come with me, and we have to go and find live first. I'm more about the others. The girls left behind, the mercy of the king, and all the deplorable curse. The painted face stares at me, like a stranger. I dip my hands in the basin and blush myself with water. My mouth looked down to my cheeks with wavelets. I pull my hair out with cold, letting it warm around my face. Other girls come in the room and look at me as I lost my mind. A loud bang, like someone dropped a plot of my plaques like a place, come from the balloon. Shout wings from other girls scurry from the room. I follow behind them. Crowd gathers in the gang, ballroom threads together, staring at the same commotion. As I press through the crowd, I glance towards the door and see where to take a live. The door stands open. The first of most people see the king walking briskly through the room. They catch a glimpse of old women with hair as white as snow. He's parked up by palace guard. The door closes and I move out to the crowd to see what the commotion's all about. Because they've got to see what all the anger is about. Right? Two guards standing holding a man, another man between them, and that was I'm gonna cut off.